Welcome to Victorious Living. God has a solution. And he said, don't see it that way, even though that's the reality of the moment. That is really real. You are really in a tough place. You're really in a situation that's squeezing you. But take your thoughts, take your eyes off of that. Don't meditate on that, but look at it like God sees it and praise God through the storm. Praise God through the situation. Praise God through the circumstance. Praise God for where you're at in reality because God changes realities for people. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us God's instructions for success. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us God's instructions for success. Unbelief in God's sight is, is, is a faithlessness. In other words, if, I, if I'm not believing God, I'm not having faith in God. I'm not, uh, I'm not walking in faith with God if I have unbelief toward God and toward the Word of God in my life, I do not have then what, uh, what God wants me to have. So we've learned that unbelief in God's sight is a sin. Unbelief in God's sight is faithlessness to Him, not pleasing. Remember what He said, without faith, it's impossible to please God. It's not just talking about faith and words or whatever, but it's talking about actions as well, how we conduct our life. And then uh, he, he cannot defend, God cannot defend unbelief. He will not, God will not defend my unbelief. He'll not, he'll not defend uh, those things, unbelief, and, and the other things that we have mentioned. So he cannot defend unbelief in the light of who he is. God is truth. There is no unbelief in God. There is none of the things that we mentioned here in God. And so we are then to take his word, get it into our mind and our heart and so forth. So Joshua, what he had to do, he had to see things as God saw them. And if he could not get to that place in his life where and his assignment, if he couldn't get to the place that he saw things like God saw them, then those two spies that came back with a bad report would absolutely cut his feet out from under or his legs out from under him. But he didn't let that happen. He didn't let unbelief take a hold of his thinking. He didn't let uh, the circumstances, he didn't see them uh, as grasshoppers. He didn't see them in, uh, in a, a negative way. He saw, Joshua saw the situation like God saw it. And so that's what we have to do. Sometimes in life we have to see things. If our faith is going to work for us, we have to see things like God sees them. And if we can't get to that place, our faith, we, we, we void our faith. And we kind of disarm, as it were, our faith. If we can't come to that place, I see the situation is difficult. 
the situation is not favorable, but I don't see it that way. I see my situation the way God says it for me or to me in his, in his word. So Joshua had to see things as God saw them, and he had to say the things that God said to him for God's predetermined success to materialize in his life. So have you ever caught yourself, I don't know that you have, but if you have, any of us, if we ever have caught ourselves talking unbelief, we're not talking in agreement with God. We're not in agreement with God. And if we're, you know, fostering a little bit of doubt, we're not in agreement with God. And uh, it's called faithlessness. And so, but yet at the same time, a lot of people are expecting God to move for them anyway. They're expecting God to perform uh, what is necessary or what they need for the moment, but yet God is not responding because God does not respond to doubt and unbelief. He does not, uh, he does not respi uh, respond to murmuring or to complaining he doesn't respond to that. And so even though I, we may think people, a person or people may think, you know, that we're telling God how it really is. And God's trying to tell us this is how it really is. And we want to see it God's way. See it God's way. Yeah, you may be, have your back against the wall. There may be things happening in your life that's not pleasant, but guess what? God's got the answer. God has a solution. And he said, don't see it that way, even though that's the reality of the moment. It, that is really real. You are really in a tough place. You're really in a situation that's squeezing you. But take your thoughts, take your eyes off of that. Don't meditate on that, but look at it like God sees it and praise God through the storm. Praise God through the situation. Praise God through the circumstance. Praise God for where you're at in reality because God changes realities for people. Amen. God can change my reality, your reality of what I see, what I hear, of what's going on around me in my life. God changes realities in our life. So we don't deny that we're going through a hard time, but we don't talk about it. We put the word of God in our mouth and put the word of God into our life so that when the devil puts the squeeze on it, he squeezes the word out. Amen. And so we understand then that the, the 10 spies uh, came back with a bad report, but the two spies, do you remember what they said? Caleb and Joshua, can you remember what they said when they came back? When they brought the report back of what they saw, saw. And when it came back, they saw it the way God saw it. And what did they say? See, what did they see? They said, come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go over it once. We be what? Well able. Hallelujah. We are well able to take the land. You're well able. I'm well able. God's people are well able when they have the word of the Lord in their mind, in their mouth, meditating in it day and night. Hallelujah. You, even though you're there in reality, 
but God's going to take what you're saying. He's going to take what you're doing that is in faith and he's going to raise you out of that reality to a different level of reality, the reality of God's blessing and God's provision and all that God has done and worked for you. And he said, let us do it with patience. Amen. Let us not get impatient because God's working on the problem. God is working on our situations. God's working on the things that he has planned for us. God's working on it. Then he said, let us run this race, this race. Let's say it this way. Let us run this race of faith. Let us do it with patience. Amen. Because sometimes, you know, God don't necessarily answer overnight. But guess, but guess what? I don't, we're not guessing about it. But, but we know that he's working on the problem. He's already has the problem solved in his thinking and in his mind. And what he's asking us to do, go toward the problem with the word of God in your heart, with the word of God in your mouth with your faithfulness to God, go and face the problem the way God told Joshua to face the problem because God is working on your situation. God's working on getting into your life, your land of milk and honey. God is saying, be patient, keep walking, keep meditating, keep speaking, keep saying, and I'm gonna take you, God, God said, I'm gonna take you to the land that I have promised you in this particular time. So we see then that Joshua had to see things the way God saw them. He had to believe God, that it is the way that God has described it to him. He had to see it that way. So God had given Joshua instructions for success. Anytime, anytime that a person has success, there's work involved in it. It's that way in the, in, here in this life. If you're going to have success just in living here on this earth, there has to be some things that we are doing, amen, that are that we are instructed to do. So God had given Joshua instructions for success. The law of success was spoken out of the mouth of God to Joshua back here in the scriptures that we read. So God had given Joshua instructions for success. The first instruction was the law of God's word was not to depart from their mouth. I mean, when you feel in a squeeze, make sure it squeezes faith out. Make, make sure it squeezes your patience out. Make sure. And so we see then the first instruction was the law of God's word was not to depart from his mouth. Psalm 19 verse 14. Look what that says in Psalm 19, 14. Let the words of my mouth, let the words of my mouth, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, the psalmist wrote, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. What does that tell us over on the other side? There are certain things that we allow in life that God does not favor. But here he says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable. God accept what I'm saying. 
Well, he only accepts when we return his word. And he said, when, the, when you're speaking the word, the word will not return void. God will do what he said he would do. And so let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart, my thoughts, let the, uh, the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O God, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. So you look at this word let. The word let is a word of replay. We could call it a word of replay. In other words, replay over and over and over and over what God said from his words. So God wants us through meditation. He wants us to be ever, ever replaying, ever speaking, ever talking what we, what we have read over and over and over again. Don't let it escape. So Joshua was to seize or take a hold of success with the replay of God's word in his mouth. How you face the problem, how we face the problem, if we face it with the word of God, trust in God, knowing God sees things that we, we do not yet see in the natural world, but God already sees the end of it. And so the word of Joshua was to seize and take a hold of success. We're talking about God's instruction for success. God, uh, Joshua was to seize and take a hold of success with the replay of God's words in his mouth. We're to do that whether we're facing a hard time or, or we're having good times in our life. Don't let the word of God depart from our It's our hope that today's message, Let's Go to the Potter's House, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon, different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling 1-800-842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's sermon, please request offer 33. Today's number is 33. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.